This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode number 299 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today I have an awesome guest. His name is Randy Zimnock. And he owns a real estate brokerage. He's flipped over 250 homes and has been involved in a total of 1,600 transactions with uh, 40% of them with, with investors. And why did I ask Randy to be on the podcast? It's because he recently did a coaching call in our coaching program, Short-Term Rental Profit Academy. And the students loved it so much. And the reason why they loved it so much is because a lot of people are looking to manage more units. And the number one question is always, how do I find properties to manage? How do I find more clients? And building relationships with brokers, real estate brokers, is a very, very effective way to do this. And that's why Randy is on the podcast. He's going to explain exactly how that works because he can talk about this from the perspective of the real estate brokerage as he, uh, as he owns one. So Randy, thank you so much for being here, man. What's going on? We're here in uh, New Orleans at the VMRA, by the way. So me and Randy, we uh, we'll work together with uh, Eric as well, Eric Miller. So how's how's it going, Randy? How do you like New Orleans? Oh, it's awesome. I love the energy of New Orleans, but more importantly, I love the energy of the short-term rental conference. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I keep telling everybody, like you said, I come from the investor world. Uh, I've done a lot of flips. Uh, I own a brokerage that you know deals with a lot of investors to this day. And one thing I keep telling everybody is honestly, like where things are in this industry now is where I would say flipping was 10 years ago in terms of it becoming mainstream, where a lot of people were getting into it and building businesses and becoming entrepreneurs as flippers. I see this happening for the short-term rental industry right now, even though it's been around for a long time. Now it's becoming like a staple and like a, a, an actual asset class where there's entrepreneurs being created every single day. And you could feel it when you're there walking around this conference, like just the energy is just out of this world. I mean, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And we had a meetup last night uh, and a lot of people showed up and it was it was just so fun because uh, like you said, the energy, like a lot of people in this space, they, they, they have a lot of like positive energy, I feel, right? It's a very new industry. Everyone's excited. There's lots of opportunities. So yeah, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Let's dive in uh, here because I know a lot of people are really, really interested in this topic. So first of all, like, can you share a little bit about your story? Yeah. Cool. So let me, uh, let me start. So I got into real estate just overall back in 2016 is when I started investing. And the first thing I did is I got licensed. So I, I just basically started doing flips, buy, fix, and sell the property. 
Uh, that was my main, main business model. I knew that I needed a real estate license in order to really succeed faster, I would say, because it allowed me to communicate with the realtor community, which is who I went after as one of my acquisitions strategies is to build relationships with other agents so I can get leads from them so then I could do my, my business of flipping. So I've, I've done that successfully in, in, in New Jersey and then essentially moved to San Diego and partner with the owners of Fortune Builders and CT Homes, which is their flipping company. And then Fortune Builders is the education company. So we basically, you know, that company educates people around the world, but really in America mainly and Canada, how to flip homes. So that's kind of been my background. That's what I've been around. I've, I've launched the real estate brokerage with them in 2012 and I ran their flipping company from 2010 to 2016 in San Diego. That's where I got to the 250 plus flips in my career. And then they just have a nice, you know, small team, boutique style brokerage. We have now, you know, I've been all the way up to 40, 50 agents. Now we're down to about 20 and I kind of like it more intimate, more boutique style. Um, because And our focus really is to just help our community of investors because 40% of our business is is, is still with, with investors. And honestly, I've I just been now more and more exposed to short-term rentals because of Eric and you. Uh, so this is kind of like a, a new venture for me. I'm excited, something very new, and I'm you know I'm just I'm just as excited as probably everybody here listening. Uh, <laughs> right, awesome, man. So so let's talk about how can Airbnb hosts who want to expand, who want to manage more properties, like how can they use this strategy of building relationship with with agents and brokerages? How does that work? Yeah. Uh, Good question. So yeah, this is a, like like Jasper mentioned. I mean, I think one of the first things that any business owner comes with, you know, in their mind is like, how do I get leads, right? How do I get leads? Any business, and that's no different than what we had experience in the flipping world, right? How do I how do I get more leads? How do I make it easier? And I, honestly, I'm going to speak from a, a an owner of a brokerage perspective, and this is exactly what we did, and this translates to the short term rental industry the same exact way. Realtors are everywhere in the world. I've traveled a lot. I've been to probably now 27, 28 countries. Uh, I know it's nowhere near to... What are you at, Jasper? <laughs> I, I, I have to count, but I think it's somewhere between 90 and 100. Okay. So, I'm, you know, almost there. <laughs> Quarter of the way there. But one thing I noticed, and I'm sure you, you, you have to if you travel a lot, there's a realtor somewhere... In the world, everywhere, everywhere you go, there's a broker's office. There's a realtor there helping, connecting the seller with the buyer, right? There's different ways of how they get paid and maybe different structures. But at the end of the day, there's usually a person in the middle in most transactions. And to me, that's a that's a goldmine, right? If I'm an investor or a short-term rental manager looking to expand my business, like why would I look anywhere else to start but build relationships with agents who have direct access to my client, which is the owner of a property, right? Or the person that's about to buy and own a property. That to me is just a no brainer, right? So how do we do that, right? How, you know, how do you bring value? I guess that would be the next question, right? And yeah, absolutely. Because it's, I mean, everything is always about relationships in the end, right? Yeah. So I get it. So you want to build relationships with the agents because they have access to the buyers and the sellers. 
And so that's, that's a good way to, to get leads. So when we talk about relationships building, one thing that I've learned in my life is the best way to start a relationship is by giving first, by providing value first, right? Because if you try and build a relationship coming from a place of you want something from that other person, the relationship is going to get shut down like pretty quickly, mm-hmm. right? So how do you provide value is then the question to these agents. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so... One thing that Eric Moeller, uh, your partner in the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, what he did for me as the owner and for my agents is first and foremost, uh, one, he spoke to my office, right? He educated them on short-term rentals in general, right? Because there is going to be, there is a gap. There is a gap between what the agents actually know about short-term rental industry and it's up to you, the short-term rental manager, to educate them and bridge that gap, right? Don't assume that agents know what you know because they don't, right? Some will, but I would tell you that majority of them, they will not have a clue about the specifics of your business, right? So not educating them specifically maybe on you and, you know, standing in front of them and in front of realtors and pounding your chest, how great you are and what your company does, always speak in general terms and educate them on the industry, period. Uh, what are the buzzwords, right, that you use in this business that they need to know? What are the projections in comparison to long-term rental rents, right? Give them some simple, don't overdo it, simple things that you know that you believe they should know, right? And the easiest way to do it is like, okay, if, if I was an agent, what would you want me to know? Ask yourself those questions, right? About the short-term rental industry. If you're completely new, what are those questions that that person might have? That's what you want to bring to the education part. So that's what Eric early on did for Mm. me in my office is really just educate them on the potential of this industry and where it's heading. Right. And secondly, providing value further by actually giving them something that they could utilize on all their listings. Right. And I know you know what that is, but it's, it's simply a revenue projection report on the actual property. And Eric is able to get that from, you know, one of the service providers is AirDNA. AirDNA. Yep. Right. So That's he, right. He'll use AirDNA, that platform, and he'll basically comp out, give me comps of properties in that area that will justify a projection of how much that property can generate in short-term rental revenue per month, per year, right? I would then take that and I would actually, you know, he would brand his company, his property management company on that report. And it's simple. It's about a three to four page report. Then I would take that information and actually show it to my client, my seller and tell them, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to not only expose your property and market it the traditional way and look for a retail buyer, the, the traditional way of online and all the, you know, flyers and postcards and all of that. I'm also going to target people that might be interested in using this house as a short-term rental. They might not have even thought about it yet, but I'm going to put that seed in their mind. Mm. Like, what if you own this house and could generate this much money? Because those numbers are always big and that's what excites them. That's what sellers are like, of course, why wouldn't I want you to target a whole new buyer class, which now gives a perception that this actual house is is worth more. Mm. Because the numbers right. are ridiculous. Right. So 
we were talking about how do you provide value to the agent and you're saying well if you provide the agent with a report with an, with a projection the agent can then use that to show to the buyer and say hey look if you buy this home this is how much you could be making on airbnb which increases the chance that the buyer is interested in the home that's correct ex that's exactly correct and you can actually use it i use it in my listing presentations with sellers so when i go to a listing appointment and I'm trying to convince them to use me to list their home, that's part of my marketing strategy that I know most agents don't do. Right? right. They're not Got even it. thinking about this buyer class yes. of short-term rental managers. Right. And I I know because of working with you guys, and I see it as a massive, massive strategy potential of leverage and showing that I am thinking outside the box. I'm not yeah. just like every other realtor, right? Because there's in America, there's millions of li realtors, literally. There's like, I think close to 2 million people licensed. Mm. How do I stand out? Well, Eric right. and you helped me stand out, right? In my yes. market. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's really cool. So basically, somebody wants to sell their home. You go up to them and say like, hey, let me sell your home because I have this expertise on short-term rentals and by using my expertise and my reports, etc., I have a better chance of getting you a buyer who might be willing to pay more than if you would go for another agent that doesn't understand short-term rentals. That's exactly right? it. So it helps you get more clients, which obviously is what any real estate agent wants, Yep. right? More clients. Help me close my listing appointments. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. So I totally get how we as short-term rental experts can provide value to the to real estate agents. Where do I start? Do I literally just walk around the street, find a real <laughs> real estate brokerage, knock on the door and say, hey, what's up guys? Yeah. Uh, I, know sh I know stuff about short-term rentals and that could be really helpful for you guys. Should I give you like a, a 30 minute presentation or like how does that work? Yeah, yeah, good question. So. Uh, one thing I actually was talking to a, a gentleman that's in our program, actually, and uh, he was referencing to the bonus training call that I did for you guys this, you know, a couple of weeks ago to the students. And he was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I listened to that. And one thing that he did right away is he started going to open houses, right? Agents hold open houses. Well, perfect place to start, right? Start practicing your script, right? What are you going to say? How are you going to approach them, right? With the value add and benefit as your lead to start the conversation. And since short-term rental is a sexy topic, I wanna to say, you'll probably have them uh, be attentive to what you're saying, right? If you communicate this correctly. So he just started going to open houses and meeting agents individually and started just talking to them because especially if the open house is not busy, they have time, they'll mm. talk to you. Right. You got their attention and it's a perfect place to start practicing your script. And do you pretend to be a buyer, potential buyer, or do you just show up and no, not really? No, I, I actually would tell them exactly what I do. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what I do. That's what I used to do when I was building relationships in San Diego with agents to get flips. I would literally on, on the weekend when we're driving around looking at our own projects, if we saw an open house around the corner, we would just pop in, my partner and I, just to build another relationship. Right. And just be like, and just engage and let them know what we do and see if they even, you know, maybe they might have a lead, maybe not. Like, I just want to talk and meet more people. Right. And there's nothing more powerful than face-to-face. -face. Right. And you don't want to pretend that you're 
something that you're not right so i like i like what you're saying like let's be transparent let's be honest and just be upfront that's it. right i would say be mindful when you're there like if you see you know actual buyers coming through like don't try to talk the agent's ear off mm. while they're trying to get a client right? <laughs> yeah because then you're you're actually your conversation is working against you right because the agents they care about leads and if they have a, a person walking in the property and they're actually a legit buyer stop your conversation step away maybe even walk outside for a little bit let them do their thing and then come back when it's slow again and engage with them again right right just be mindful yeah. and respectful of what why are they doing the open house they want leads well you're not the, they don't see you as a lead yet mm. right yes they don't understand the value that you can offer not yet because they don't under, yeah because exactly. they don't understand short-term rentals yet mm -hmm. right got it That's awesome, man. That's, so that's awesome. That's one way. Um, once you kind of get your script down, I think the next step is to start reaching out to brokers, owners of brokerages. Right. And just for the people that are not familiar with how the real estate industry works, so a brokerage is basically a, a team of agents, right? Or it's, it's you work with a number of agents. Yeah. A brokerage could be honestly made up of one person, one agent even, but most will have a team. You know, two, three, a hundred, two hundred. I mean, they could be as large as whatever you, you know, they want to grow it. But yes, there's usually a broker of record for each brokerage. At least that's how it is in the, in America. And then that broker hires agents and those agents go out there and sell properties and work with sellers and buyers. Awesome. So you're saying go to open houses. That makes a little sense. Are there any other strategies that you would recommend? Yeah. So what I started kind of saying is, building relationships with the brokers, right? The managers. Mm -hmm. So I would research, you know, early on in my, in my flipping career, I would figure out which companies, which brokerages, and I would start with the smaller ones, not the big franchises. I would probably look for the smaller ones because they're probably going to be more eager to work with you in a sense of bringing you to their team meeting. Most companies, most brokerages will have team meetings with their agents. You know, like for example, I have my team meeting twice a month. Mm -hmm. And I educate them on different topics, right? My agents. One of the times I brought Eric to educate them about short-term rental because I found that to be an amazing thing for them to learn. So if you can connect with owners of companies, especially the manager that oversees the agents and understand the script that you're going to give them, which you'll practice at open houses, then you can get in the door and start speaking at their next team meeting Again, adding value and educating them on the short-term rental industry and how can you help them, such as what we talked about, the right. short-term rental projection reports, right? Yep. That's one major one. So that's one. But then another thing that you can also talk about is a further way of doing cross-promotion. So then you can kind of future pace a scenario for them and say, hey, imagine that you actually recommend me a client that I'm going to end up doing a short-term rental managing for. And then that client, now I'm managing that short-term rental for, now has guests staying at that property. So imagine you, realtor, you actually have a display there of your information with maybe a tagline that says, hey, would you want to own a property as such that earns X amount per year? 
period. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then like, boom, contact so-and-so, contact Randy for more information and how I could find you a property just like this one. Because you never know yes. who's staying as a guest at your house. Right. They could be yep. locals, mm-hmm. right? Locals also stay at Airbnbs. Could be travelers from another country. And now you're seeding something in their mind. Like, what if we did own a property like this? Maybe as a second home. And when we're not here, we could have this management company that we just had an amazing experience with manager for us. So then it comes back to you again as a manager and it gives the lead to the agent you see how this yeah. this just keeps going? The momentum? Yeah, yeah, totally. It just yeah. compounds. So I call that cross-promotion, right? That's such a win-win. So it's, it's a win-win for everybody because not only, you know, I have my information. If I'm the property manager, your information is going to be on those reports that you're providing on all the listings. Then when they are, they are incentivized to now refer you clients that you can manage properties for because they know that they, you'll, they'll have their display there, right? And they yep. can be selling themselves in your property. And that's how you start getting owners or brokerages listening to what you have to say because you're leading with benefits to them. That makes a lot of sense, man. And it actually makes reminds me of my stay in San Diego last week um, because as I was staying in, in, in an Airbnb, I was actually thinking exactly that. I was like, damn, this is a cool spot. And, and it makes sense because like the places that you go on holiday, like you obviously you choose those places because you're interested in, in being there, right? Yeah. You're interested in visiting. So it has some appeal to you. And so it makes sense that you're, while you're on vacation, if you, if you plant that seed, like, hey, you're staying at an Airbnb now, but you could be staying in your own place. And if you're not here, here we could manage it for you. Exactly. Yeah. And I was actually thinking exactly that. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, think about yourself. What, you know, when we, were, we had a conversation like, well, you know what? I think I'm going to move to San Diego maybe. <laughs> like now you're considering, but why? Because you first visited it. Yeah. Right? Most exactly. people, before they make a move and buy a property or whatever it is yeah. or rent a property, they're going to first visit it. No, 100%, man, 100%. I mean, the properties that I bought in Colombia, Thailand, and the Philippines, those those are places that, those are my favorite places to travel. Yeah. So I'm like, if I'm going to buy something, I might as well buy something in a place where I would actually want to be, yeah. right? And so I totally get it. Like, if, I, if I'm on a holiday somewhere in, in a cool location, and I, I stay in an Airbnb, and I see this this sign that says like, hey, by the way, if you're interested in, in buying something here, contact me then that would definitely spark my interest. Yeah, and, um, you, and, and you would probably want to work with an agent that already understands that industry. Exactly, yeah. Cause, cause exactly, because I would want to rent it out on Airbnb. Yeah. So I immediately then have the, the contact for to find a property, but also to manage it. Yeah, which is, is right there. Yeah, everything's you're, right you're there. So <laughs> you just need to, uh, you know, get the mortgage, wire the money, and you're done. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, on the little side note, I can't get a mortgage in the U.S., but there's a company called Host Financial, and I, I talked to the guys uh, yesterday, and um, they provide mortgages for people that normally can't get them from the banks for whatever reason, based on how much money you can make with your uh, property. So if you want to buy a property and you have a projection of how much you'd be making and everything, then you can talk to the guys at Host Financial to, uh, to finance it. So shout out to Host Financial. Did you know that 87% of vacation rental hosts want to improve their communications with their guests? Are guidebooks the answer? 
Well, if you're considering a guidebook for your vacation rental, please take a minute to check out hostfully.com. We specialize in making vacation rental guidebooks that are easy for guests to access, and they include all the most important information. The first guidebook is free, and if you like it, you can always upgrade for more features. Learn more at hostfully.com. Cool, man. This is this is awesome, man. I mean, it gets me really excited because before I met you, I never I never really understood this connection and and this win win situation and the value that we as short term rental knowledgeables or experts or, or or whatnot can provide to real estate brokers and how what a, what an efficient way to do business, you know, to find yeah, more clients. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's. Yeah, that's what allowed us to grow our, our flipping company. Literally, these yeah. things, right? Yeah. Uh, I was just giving them different benefits, but that's how I did it. One agent relationship at a time, where now we have agents, our flipping company still is flipping. I'm just not involved in the day-to-day of it. We sell those flips through my brokerage, but a lot of our leads are coming from agents and they don't even go to the market. They come straight to us. Mm-hmm. So they'll never some some of the properties that the flipping company buys to this day is from the relationships we built years ago through these strategies, and they they are sold off market like they never go to the public. Yep. And that's what you want. You want to add so much value and do a you know essentially a transaction with that agent if that means that they get a lead through the cross promotion from you or you refer just a client to them and vice versa and create an epic experience for that agent so they can actually get paid, right? They will refer you over and over and over again. Yep. I mean, there's period. That's just how the world works, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, totally. They have a great experience and it came from, you know, that lead came from you. They got paid because they got the lead. Like they will not forget you. You still want to stay in front of them, right? Yeah. Consistently and like maintain that relationship, nurture it, right? Because it, eventually they will forget if you just fall off the planet, mm-hmm. right? So we would nurture those relationships. They would now, you know, if, if an agent send us a, a lead for a flip and we bought it, not only would they make money, but we would go the extra mile too. We would actually send them an amazing gift basket once we closed on it, right? So like really thinking like, okay, how can I over deliver on this relationship? Yep. Right. And another thing that I would say, if do you want another strategy? Sure. Let's keep them coming. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, this is what I shared for, uh, you know, we. I went a, a lot more in depth and uh, I'm actually going to be creating, you know, the scripts for you guys and the full process of, of everything I'm talking about for uh, the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy. So I'm excited about that. Um, Me too. But this is more <laughs> high level and, you know, hopefully you can take some of these tips and, and run with it and test it out because I, I know it works, right? So you just have to kind of formulate your script. But another thing that I would advise you to do is once you actually have a short-term rental under your belt and you're managing, basically do a, a live case study event at that property, right? So imagine inviting you know, all your friends, neighbors, you, you, ne- you never know who can use your services, right? You have no idea, especially in this business. Like your market is wide open as far as who can be your client. It could be a family that owns a property and they travel a lot and they might start using you. It could be an investor. I mean, you just never know. So imagine you have an Airbnb that you're managing or short-term rental property you're managing, and then you do a two, three-hour live case study at the property, teaching them how short-term rental works. Again, same education, 
you might just want to go in depth on how did you find this property, right? How did you determine the projections, right? They want to know the numbers, right? And what did you create or what did you help the owner of the property create as far as the experience goes that is now creating amazing results and raving reviews, right? So teaching them about these tips and not holding the the information to yourself Mm -hmm. hostage you know, thinking, you know, that's the scarcity mindset, right? I was going to say, if I'm going to play devil's advocate here, I'm going to say, well, hold on a second. Like I'm going to teach people in my neighborhood how to do certain rentals. And then then they go off with, with, with all the properties and there's nothing left for me. Yeah. And I would tell you that scarcity mindset, there's, (laughs) we need to shift to abundance mindset that there's plenty of business to go around and everything is relationship based. Right. If I create a better relationship by providing more value, I know that those people are going to come to me versus my competitor. Right. And I don't even care if that competitor is in a room because if they're not doing all the things that I'm doing, as far as adding value, adding value, they're not going to get the same amount of opportunities like I am. Mm -hmm. Right. And to me, that has always trumped everything. Right. Over educate, over deliver. And there's nothing better than being in a live actual property, like in it, as you're teaching them about it. And you're actually pointing to it, right? And this is, you know, we, we used to do this in our flips, right? I mean, it was simple. It's imagine people would walk into our flip and it was two by fours and we're in it in a construction zone. I would just bring bottles of water and be like, hey guys, just just be so, mindful. We're in a construction zone. I got some two by fours up and- What's you know, a two by four? Oh, two by four. Okay, so it's, it's, it's what a- you know, it's what they build houses in America. They use wood. Unlike some European countries, they actually use cement blocks. Yeah. In America, we use wood. Hmm. So it's two inches by four inches. That's all. That's what's called two by four. Okay. <laughs> Good question. Then there's so, something new every day. Yeah, so, so <laughs> if, you know, if we're buying a property to flip, all the walls are, you know, usually we demo things, right? So you're standing in a shell. And I'm teaching them on how I'm going to design this house and where, how, why did I remove this wall? And it just, there's nothing better from, from an excitement standpoint and for people educating than being in that. So you can create the same exact experience on education in your Airbnb. That's awesome, man. I, I love that idea. I'm completely on board with what you were saying about, you know, don't worry about, you know, competition and things like that. Focus on providing value and building relationships, right? And the rest, then everything you give will come back to you at some point. Yeah, it's right? the same thing That's... you guys are doing. Like you and Eric, I mean, look what you're doing. You have a podcast with 299 episodes <laughs> and it's just giving value. Yep. And why do people keep coming back to you to you know with opportunities? Because you've been yeah. providing value. Why does Eric continue to get opportunities? Because he's out there providing value, free value, right? There's a reason why we have... You know, the students that you guys have joining the, the academies because they see you as people that are just givers, right? And that's what attracts people to you. And then, then once they have enough value and they see that you're full of integrity, they're willing to then actually pay you for more in-depth coaching, right? Which is what's exactly happening for you guys today. No, totally. Like When I started this podcast, I in no way did I envision ever having a business around this like i just thought it'd be fun so it's totally true what you're saying uh you focus on providing value you build relationships and then the opportunities just come to you right and i imagine that's 
that's what you're talking it about. It gets that's, easier and easier. It's, it's the same in every business, I think. Every single business. You know what it's, I mean? it's interesting that it's it's as simple as I'm describing it, but yet 99% of businesses don't apply this, right? Right. Yeah, because it's, uh, you know, like it, it's a little bit counterintuitive almost, right? Because I feel like our minds are always kind of wired for survival, you know, like and for looking for resources and and it's easy to get into sort of a taking mentality where you're just like looking to take more. Yeah. And so intuitively it might not make sense to say like, Hey, let's go educate people who could potentially be my competitors. Like I can see somebody who's in that mindset of, of like, I need more things that wouldn't be something that you would think of. I don't if you think, think about that it way, at right? all. I, yeah, that doesn't even cross my mind. Like yeah. I don't care who's in the room. I don't care if it's the competitor. Great. Let them go and try it. Cause it's, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm going to attract a certain individual and then they're going to attract a certain individual. I, I tell my agents all the time, you don't want to work with everybody mm-hmm. because then you work with nobody. Like who is your client? You want to work with people that are relatable to you, to your story, right? So I always tell my agents, share your story. Like talk about who you are when you're out there. Go meet people at different events that you are passionate about. If you're into biking, Go and meet people while you go, you're biking and those become your clients because you have something that you relate on that another realtor won't because they're not into biking. You know what I mean? So totally. find your niche, find your tribe and that's all you focus on. You don't need to be like, well, I, I can help everybody. I, I, mm. I despise when an agent says like, well, I work everywhere. Really? Like everywhere? Like, you know, so same thing for this business. Like, Find your tribe, find your connections, build relationships based on what are you passionate about, right? Yeah, you could be strategic the way I'm describing it. Go to open houses and do case studies and do all those things. But, you know, a whole nother level of this is going to things you enjoy doing, building real relationships. And naturally, what's the question most people ask once you start getting to know someone? What do you do for work? What do you do? <laughs> you don't have to you so know, true, yeah. come out and say it. Let them ask. And yeah. then when the moment is is there for that question to be answered, like, well, then you just explain what you do and just have a nice, totally. sexy way of communicating it so it catches their attention. And it's not really hard with the short-term rental and the amount of revenue you could generate for a seller in, in this business. I mean, it's it's mind-blowing. Absolutely. And and the reason why I think that these strategies that we're discussing are really important now is that I've seen sort of the whole, the property management model emerging because in, back in 2012, when I started, I don't think there were any property managers. I mean, there were property managers, like the traditional ones, the ones yeah. that have been around for a long time. They would call themselves more vacation rental. Exactly. Yeah. But at some point I remember, I don't know, 2013, 2014, I started, I started seeing people managing other people's units and you know i remember in the beginning i was like oh okay that's that's an option too but back then there was so much growth right and there was so little knowledge about about airbnb and, and short-term rentals that and not enough technology and not enough technology but it was it was much easier to find people that wanted to get into it because it was it was so new right mm-hmm. and so i remember when i first listed my my place on on, on airbnb just within my group of friends, there was literally like one in three was like, oh, maybe I should do that, right? Mm-hmm. And they asked me for help. So I can totally see how back then it would have been really easy for me to just say like, hey, man, like why don't I just manage your place and just keep, you know, mm-hmm. you just pay me 20%. But now 
there's so many property management companies out there that I think it's it's much harder to find leads essentially. Good, yeah, good right? quality. Plus, yeah. there's so much regulations now that not every house is 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 a good uh, property anymore for for short-term rental. Right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of restrictions, and so as the landscape, and this is something that we talked about on our masterclass, which you can, by the way, you can still see the replay. If you go to shorttermrentalprofitacademy.com, you can still watch the replays. They'll, they'll be up there for maybe another few days or so. I think it's str. Str profit. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? Well, you, said, you, uh, you actually said short term rental. Oh, okay. My bad. Link works for them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Strprofitacademy.com. Yeah. Um, so. Um, the replay will be up there for a couple of days, but one of the things that we talked about is how the landscape has changed and what that means in terms of the strategies that we have to use, not just for our, our current business, but also to expand our business, right? And I think, I think this, what you're talking about, the reason why I'm so excited to have you on the team, I'm so excited to, you know, see all the, you know, all the templates and the scripts and everything that we're building right now is, it's just such an effective way and such an important way to to work on on business acquisition. Oh, and, um, this, and this works globally. That's what's exciting. Yeah. Like no, totally. Realtors can, are everywhere. And and even outside of your Airbnb business, like this is something that you can apply to any business, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome, man. So thanks so much for for coming on the on the podcast i'm sure people will people will really love this like i said if you want to watch a replay of our master classes strprofitacademy.com if you want to join the coaching program then you will be able to uh, get access to to randy uh, but also to all the materials that we're creating that you can use to actually take action and and go out and, and do these things obviously there's more strategies than we discussed you know, because we could talk about this for like five hours, probably. Yeah, I mean, I on the on a bonus training call that I did for you guys uh, two Saturdays ago about this, I, you know, a whole another class that I kind of touched upon that I'm going to go in depth on that I'm excited about is the investor community, right? The flippers. Yes, that's a whole another asset class of people you can go after as a property manager in short-term rentals and. We don't have time for that today, but <laughs> yeah. that's my, you know, that's also my upbringing, right? This is so I can speak from both point of views. Like, okay, if I'm an investor and I'm flipping homes, why would I be interested in talking to a short-term rental manager, right? So I'm excited to kind of go into that and kind of laying that foundation out for you guys and the, and the students that are, are coming into the program, because that's a whole nother lead flow, right? That could be coming in and... Uh, Another, I would say one one other thing that I want to, you know, like, I don't know if you know this, but I started a real estate club in New Jersey back in 2008, which is running still to this day. And we have 300 people every single month. Still to this day, I since let my partner take over the whole company because I moved to San Diego, but he's still running it. And I want to teach your your students and maybe just, you know, I'm going to give you guys, the listeners, uh, give you a, a bit of a, just a seed of what you can do with this too, is build an actual club yourself. Right. Like of short-term rent and, and lead with the topic of short-term rentals as being the main focus of the real estate club in your area. That was a game changer for me early in my career when we started in 2008. It put me on the map. Instantly, we were young kids. My my partner was 21 years old, and <laughs> you know, and, and our our challenge was like, how do we get people listening to us 
youngsters right. and take us serious. Yeah. That did it. We started wow. running our own club and attracting hundreds of people monthly. And, you know, when you see someone in front of the room, you automatically give them authority, credibility. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm excited to kind of teach your community uh, just about that and how we did it and how you can start, you know, what do you begin? Because it's not like you're going to just all of a sudden have hundreds of people, <laughs> yeah. but slowly get you guys to that level. Yeah. You know? So think about you, about that strategy. I just want to kind of seed that for you guys when you, whoever is listening to this. is That's a bigger... That's a whole other level, man. Another level, but, <laughs> but we could get your, your students there. I yeah. know for a fact, and it will transform uh, yeah. their business growth. It's always good to be the hub, yeah, you know, the and hub. not the spoke. Yeah, you, you want to be the per- exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that's I'm excited a, yeah. for whoever you know ends up coming on board. And if you're listening and uh, and you're you're thinking about okay, is this the time for me to j- jump in? Like, guys, like honestly, there's opportunities that come around every decade or so that are just incredible in the real estate space. And honestly, I, I speak from just the heart of being really pure and honest that this is I, I, this is a, a, a huge opportunity that we probably won't see anything like this for another decade in real estate. As far as creating short-term rental entrepreneurs from being managers or other people, like there's such excitement around this. There is such a easy way of entry outside of of course regulations but again there's solutions for that too mm-hmm. right it's just the mindset like you guys talk yeah, about yeah for know? sure so it's, it's the I'm mindset just, i'm excited man yeah. like, i'm excited for whoever is doing the business i'm excited whoever joins us in the short-term rental profit academy because like i'm bringing it man i'm bringing all, <laughs> all my all my I, tricks dude I, I know man like i've seen it like uh, i i just met randy uh a week and a half ago so i've already learned a ton for you man so yeah, thanks so much, man. Uh, this was this was really awesome. I definitely learned uh, a bunch of things. I'm excited to uh, to work with you in the future. And so for the listeners, again, if you still want to watch the replay, go to strprofitacademy.com, and you can watch the free masterclasses. We did free. We did one on business, one on hospitality, one on mindset. So these are free. You can watch them. You can take the information and put it to use. To finalize this episode, we, we want to give uh, the listeners a discount code. If you want to join our, our coaching program, which the, the enrollment actually ends pretty soon because the coaching program, it's not, it's not just a video course, right? It's where it's an actual eight week coaching program where we're doing group calls and we're actually taking students through the content week by week. And also we're giving students action items. We are holding people accountable. And so it's not like uh, just a video course that you can buy at any time and just watch. This is an actual, it's more like a class. It's more like going to university, so to speak. Right. So we want to give you guys a, a discount code pro host replay. So if you want to join short term rental profit Academy, use the code pro host replay and you get a thousand dollars off. That's amazing, man. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what you get for listening to Jasper's podcast. Get paid for your pad. Yes. <laughs> Wait, when's, when do we close enrollment? Is it Friday? Cause the kickoff call uh, with all the students is Saturday. Okay. So if you're so. listening to this, October 18th is is when the card closes. So use the code ProHost Replay. You can still sign up for our coaching program. You have one day. One day left. Be quick, be quick. <laughs> and uh, and the next class will probably start in three months, I guess. So 
uh, if we do another one. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to over deliver to the people that are joining now. So I'm excited to be one of the instructors yeah. and help you guys in this. Because uh, again, I, I just see this as an amazing opportunity to kind of bridge the gap between the short-term rental managers and the agents the agent community and also the investor community, the flippers too, which we don't have time totally. to talk about today. But all right, cool man. We've been going for almost whew, almost forty five minutes. Uh, thank you so much, Randy, and thanks to the listeners for listening. I hope to see you next week for episode number three hundred. What? Awesome, three hundred episodes. It's crazy. I never when I did episode one, I didn't think I was going to do three hundred. <laughs> but I'll be interviewing uh, one of our short-term rental legends, Mister Christian, awesome, and dude. the topic is going to be around how you can kill it in smaller markets because mm-hmm. everybody thinks you need to be in Los Angeles, you need to be in New York, or all these big cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's actually not true. In fact. Our short-term rental legend is going to... He actually has a business and I think he has like 70, 80 units or something. He has a business in a city in the US that I had never heard of. I'd never heard of this city. And so when he joined short-term rental legends, I was like, where's this guy based? I've never heard of this city. So I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind that this guy has 70, 80 units in, in, a, in a small city that I didn't even know existed. So it just goes to show that uh, if you're looking for opportunity, you might want to look at places that you would naturally maybe not think of. Mm -hmm. So that will be episode number 300. So hope to see you there. Thanks for listening. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.